Hi friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. A safe space where being yourself is the ultimate goal. Each week we will bring you new episodes sharing our opinions on a ton of different topics in hopes we can get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our opinions and experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals, no one is giving any advice. We are strictly speaking of our life experiences, our opinions, and for entertainment purposes only. Now, with that being said, it's time. So grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by the show today. We hope that you have a good time. And if you're a returning listener, watcher, supporter, thank you guys so, so much from the bottom of our hearts for coming back time and time again. For those that don't know me, my name is Brandy and I am the host of the show. And today, you guys, we are on episode 130, Dirty Old Bastards. Those DOBs, it's time to talk about it. As mentioned, guys, we're switching into a new month and the topic we're talking about is all things sex. We're going to get into it. We've talked about it a little bit in season four. We talked about online influence, the uh, dangers of porn and the porn industry, and we kind of touched it lightly. Um, But this month, we want to jump into it even deeper. And the first, pun intended, maybe, Uh, the first episode we want to talk about is all these dirty old fucks that are at the top of all of this at the beginning of this industry at the very forefront and that started all of these sexual movements all these gender movements and all the craziness that we're seeing today seems to be rooted in stuff from a long time ago with people that have been around for far too long and we're still running on that stuff and we're wondering why the world's full of pedophiles and creeps well motherfucker started it that's 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 why so we want to talk about this more again as always look into shit yourselves this stuff takes an easy google search on wikipedia very easy to find go and look these are just our opinions you guys of stuff that we have read and where we are at this current time we're not trying to shade or say anything mean to anybody about what you feel like do who you touch or behind closed doors we don't give a fuck as long as it does not involve children you do what you want what we're saying is, is that we're seeing some weird shit and where did this all come from? Why do all women feel like they need to be playboy bunnies? Why does every woman feel like if they're not acting like a porn star or a man, if they don't look like, you know, the perfect man, that they're not good enough? Where did this all go? Why are we here? What the fuck, essentially? So we're going to start talking about it this month. So excited. We're going to jump on the episode. But before we do, if you are watching on YouTube or Rumble, make sure to like and subscribe Turn on those notification bells so you guys can help us. Let them know that you like listening to our show and you want to see more. And always, you get notifications. If you're listening to Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, you also can follow us there and turn on notifications. If you have time, Apple does let you leave a review and that helps us so much. So if you could just take a second and give us 
a couple stars, that would be amazing. And on social media, if you are on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, your babes are all over there every day of the week, posting nonstop. You can message us there, chat to us, let us know if you want to have your own segment on the show, you want a topic, you guys want to hear. We have two months left of this season. I can't even believe it. We're halfway through. We are working on the tail end of it. Take a break for summer and then come back in the fall for season six. New and improved, refreshed, tanned, bronzed, happy, hopefully a little smoke-free. We don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for a new season. But let's continue on with this season and get into the episode for today. All right, babes, it's time to get on the show. And today I have my beauty hails in studio with me for this next episode. Hi, friends. Hey, how are you? good. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. Happy May Long Weekend. Yeah. God, I wish it was happy. It's well, been so of. smoky. I know. Today and yesterday were I the worst know, for same. us, but it kind of cleared up this afternoon. Um, it's supposed okay. to rain a lot. I've seen some pictures. Thank God. Yes. So. Isn't it funny? I just was saying, like, I've never been a person that has, like, wished for May Long rain, or I've always been a person that has been like, yeah. I want heat right away. And after watching Alberta the last, like, week or so, I'm like, nope, fucking rain. I'm going to clean my house. Like, the I'm not part complaining is, is, like, that it's not nice. You could tell the weather is so beautiful, and I keep saying this weather, but it's not even the weather. It's just, like, the air quality. We were at, like, a 10 plus yes. today and yesterday. And, yeah, it's just, like you can tell it's beautiful like 25 30 degrees and it's just completely ruined by that is smoke that's shitty <laughs> like, yeah yeah it's like at least if yeah. it's what rain by like weather it's like one thing rain i'll but, take yeah, for i us, can take rain because at least you get cool like thunderstorms and lightning and like yes. i can get down with that but that's like, where we are smoke yeah. it's not even fog like fog is one thing no. sm- like the smell my throat, everyone that I know around me is like, you can just feel it. My Dying. sinuses, yeah. God, who knew pollen and, and sh- smoke would kick me in and my ass I like didn't this. know, I didn't know, but apparently, like, maybe this is something that all people know, but I didn't realize, like, changing your air, air filter in your house, like, frequently when you're going through those kind of things. I never really even thought about it, but, like, yeah. even after a couple of days like this, some people have, like, so, I was like, I don't even know if I thought about we that even living in D.C. We had and ash on our car the other day, so, yeah, uh, it's probably yeah. time to change them. Yeah, it's been gnarly. Yeah. No. Worse we've had this, like, in forever. Ever. Yeah. And I think one thing too, it's like, I think it's kind of giving everyone a, a perspective of like, cause it's usually BC that's on fire like yeah. this, right? Like it's usually like BC sending the fire. We're you guys are getting the, smoked yeah. out. It's not usually the source coming We've from you guys. So I think these. it kind of, yeah, it gave us all different perspectives and also like people in BC being like, okay, we need to be extra careful if i well, I mean, you guys are going to know that we obviously think this is politically driven as opposed to nature driven, you know, but the thing is, it's still something to think about. And everyone in BC now, I think is kind of like, okay, we need to be extra careful right now because if we're at risk, politics or nature is not good. A hundred percent. So it's like, I think for me, it was just like, I was hoping for nice weather. Of course, I would love to have a beautiful long weekend. Like you said though, indoor raining and storms, stormy weather means you have to stay inside with family and do all that like crappy spring cleaning and organizing and purging and oh man there's good sides to it this weekend and it and the bed and the couches and i hate doing that it's It's always so disgusting i hate it and it's so gross but you're like wow this is why i do this and like it's really only been three months since i've done it and i live well i live with three little house hippos they are messy little bastards yeah i've got two of them one staring at me here and one staring at me here (laughs) 
I love it. My co-host. I thought that honestly thought it was the baby crying the other day, and yeah. we're like, oh no, it's the cat. Smokey has a loud, big mouth. It's always had. A I love that ridiculous meow. Says Benjamin. He sounds like a yeah, yeah, like the the saddest little howl of his people you've ever heard. Yeah, Crush you're like, nuts. oh, I treat you so bad. Yeah. Like, what? You How die miserable. in the wild. Get yourself. Ah, I tell anyways, you, guys. So new month, new topic. Talking about. You know, like in the topic in the realm of sex, you know, last last month we talked about Big Pharma. That was a really good yeah. one. Um, this time we kind of said like, like we did talk and origins st- of Yeah, and like let's get to the bottom of, of it. And like Yeah, and one thing I find really funny, and I don't know because I didn't look into the two that you did, but from my side, what I find really funny is so many people that say, fuck the patriarchy, fuck these rich white men elitists. And you go and look at this in some of the most popular companies in the world. These are billionaires, made billionaires by the things that they sell mm-hmm. through whatever yes, means. And their all of their businesses are purchased by the people that say they hate them. And that's just where I kind of get confused mm-hmm. a lot of the time where people are like, oh, like women empowerment, but we hate the dirty old white men. You do. But then you're buying like Victoria's Secret. So the first yeah. one, like this episode. Like we said, dirty old bastards. It's like all of these people that they say that they hate, they're also supporting yeah. by buying their products. So I get very confused. So we're going to start with kind of the p- Leslie put your money Uber where your mouth Wexner. is. Kind of like you're voting for your like, voting with your dollars, mm-hmm. meaning that if you buy this stuff, you are directly funneling money into them and helping them become billionaires. Yeah. And that's fine if that's what you care about, but you can't really say fuck all these white rich men yeah. that are doing all these things by meanwhile buying all their products that and supporting make them, them do and that, giving them money and furthering their exactly yeah. exactly and so i i think one of the big questions of while i was looking through these these two men in particular there's a big big question and i mean this one for hugh hefner which will be the next one is like he says he's a feminist or he's not really a feminist but like he's for women and, you know, I mean, feminists have been fighting him for years. I actually watched an episode. It was uh, with Dick Cavett, I think his name was. It was like, it was like, I don't know. It was like late night show, but not quite late night show. It. it was hilarious. And it had two feminists on there. Yes. And they're on there like smoking. And uh, Hugh had to have been like in his like 40s, maybe. Like he didn't have He's gray young. hair or anything. And yeah. And, you know, he was actually it was like really good dialogue between them. And I'll, I'll get into that after. But it was just kind of, I don't know. It was just really funny how. You know, they're like, you claim to be... He's the face um, of modern feminism and, like, be empowering yourself through nudity and empowering yourself through your sexuality. That was their... It's it's similar to what we've talked about in the past few months. It's it's been their mission and their goal is to, yeah, Mm -hmm. get to us. And and he was a big part of that. He was because he gave women... Okay, so we'll go to him. So we'll like us because it's a good, good talk. But So we're going to start with something a little bit lighter because Leslie Wexner, I think a lot of people don't even actually know who he no. is. Um, he's not really like the Hugh Hefner type or like the Kinsey type that are like front and, front and in, for In your face, in, in, in things, the media, right? in the... In your face, yeah. in the media. He's just like a wealthy billionaire CEO that kind of like, from what I feel like, he kind of more sits back and just like runs the show not like yeah he's not but he still has his things right so he's born in 1937 
1937. This is how old this fellow is as of right now, uh, of, of this date. Uh, he's an American billionaire businessman and the founder of Bath and Body Works, which was formerly Limited Brands. So Limited Brands started like forever ago, and it was just like a one store, one brand thing. And now he's this huge empire. So I Jesus. do find like he obviously is a very smart businessman. And yeah. any of these men that we're going to talk about here, like I'm not going to take away that. They knew what they were doing, obviously, and made a fuck ton of money. I'm not They've taking that away. They've got the smarts, but they used it for the incorrect things type I of situation. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these allergies are killing me. I am not a crackhead. <laughs> I apologize for everyone that's watching. It's just going to happen this next funny. month because it's like, it's so itchy. I can't. Anyways. So he grew a business empire after starting the limited. Um, it was restricted selection of profitable items and later expanded into holdings, including Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie & Fitch, yeah. Express Inc., and Bath and & Body Works. So I'm reading this off of Wiki. That's one thing that I've been learning that I have to start remembering to source what I'm reading from um, better. I'm trying to get better, guys. That's one thing <laughs> I was like watching. I was actually watching Illuminati getting dragged um, through the online world if anybody watches or youtubers and Illuminati's a big 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 youtube page and she's getting called out harshly and one thing was that she was stealing stuff and not quoting and i was like oh my god citing I'm terrible her saying sources what I'm from. yeah yeah citing her sources so i want to get better so anyways i'm reading this off of wikipedia anyways um so victoria's secret's huge guys like and, and i'm not saying that it's not women empowerment and i'm not saying any of those things what i'm saying is is that at the top of that is a dirty old billionaire man yeah. and it's just funny when women like you know especially feminists are like i'm showing my body and i'm embracing all this and fuck all these men that like limit me but I'm they're doing... wearing victoria's yeah. secret clothing or whatever go to bed bath and body works and it's like but you're literally supporting the person you say you hate not to Do mention, you actually hate that person? The products are super top-notch in quality. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. And, like, and it's expensive shit. Yeah. Like, for... I don't know. Victoria's Secret seems pretty expensive. We went to, to Shore Park Mall the other day, and they have a Bath and Body Works, and I just, like, the smells of it just aren't the same, knowing what we know, and it's just, like, such an odd... Like, it is... Oh, now that I have Danielle's candles, it's there's no way I'll so, go to anything like, else. Yeah, it's just so... You don't even want to breathe it in. You're like, oh, get out of my hormones. It's just crazy that that's what they've built it on, is just, like, convincing us that, yeah, we need to lather on mm-hmm. every ounce of lotion that smells good, and candles. And smell amazing. Your house, yeah. your your linens, oh, your everything. And, yeah, he he is old as sin. That's insane. Yes, and it needs to be perfectly cultivated, right? Like, it's just like... I've and seen that's this what thing lately I... that said, why are men of their age considered, like, unemployable, but they're the they're the ones that run everything? Why are old no, senior citizens considered unemployable because they're all sorts of different things, but Bill they're Gates. literally the billionaires and the, the heads of all of oh. the corporations that run our world? Yes, yes. And I think for me, it wouldn't even be so much. It's not even that I have a problem with these men putting no. these things out there and supporting these women and embracing their sexuality and, and, and individuality. But I, again, I think this was rooted in the wrong place. Like, I just, I don't necessarily think I believe that, you know, they were doing these things. Yours are rooted women. in my two. Like, your two were, yeah. were born of it's, my two um, re- people right? that I researched, right? So. And that's, and like, it's all connected too. So the biggest problem I had with Les Wexner and why I wanted to bring it outside of the Victoria's Secret. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with wearing lingerie or being sexy or doing those boudoir or being a model. 
by any means. What I'm saying is I feel like what these brands were doing, not only poisoning you by all the different chemicals yeah. through their bath and body works, they're making it seem like to be beautiful and to be sexy, you, you need to be this extreme of Victoria's Secret. And yes, they are beautiful. And do I agree a lot of the models that they're coming up with now are that? Not really. But like there could have been like a, like a cheaper brand or like more... I don't know, just natural beauty as well. It doesn't always have to be this like extreme. Not to mention they're not you know, comfortable. Sexy, you need to have this whole getup. It's not comfortable. Like <laughs> wear the sexy, like you know, like more like the Calvin Klein type of cozy. Chill I don't know. And, just like, Victoria's Secret. It's yeah. Being sucked no, into a corset so or like all those like tight stringy like. How do you get that off? No like, one I was that. just tripping. It, it, it's it looks <laughs> cute and like pictures. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Like in my opinion, yeah, for boudoir for sure. where you can like. I hate to say that, but, like, not touch up, but, like, where you can make it look, I just, yeah, Perfect. I just can't with some, no, lingerie is just, it's nice, like you said, <laughs> d- don't get me wrong, it's nice, but it has its yes, place, pretty. but it is the yeah. least comfortable thing you'll put on. Yes, and I feel like it's more, like, derived to, like, again, this hookup culture and this, like, that kind of thing Cheapened. as opposed to like intimacy yeah intimacy between couples and that's just where that's where my problem is I think always what it lies uh-huh. in is that whatever they're doing they're they're selling it as women empowerment but they're cheapening sex they're yeah. cheapening and I'm going to say that through this whole month is that they've cheapened intimacy they've cheapened relationships they've cheapened sexuality of women and what that means the you know whole, it's no longer like sacred sexy to behind, be mysterious yeah yes and the intimacy and like that it's a connection and like we'll get this in the next couple of weeks but like for me it was just like I think back now and I feel like you know if they especially talk about sexual energy like and you're holding all that in for everyone that you had sex with and it's like they're pushing this hookup culture like no wonder why a bunch of us are you know messed up or in their later ages having issues or you know what I mean like maybe that's what all this infertility man- is manifesting in and all that fucking crazy sexual energy that you absorbed by like hookup culture these are the people at the top of it making the most money out of it pushing it and the people that are supposed to be fighting against it are actually supporting it being like oh no Hugh Hefner's a feminist and it's like why is he because like he equated women to animals which we'll get in so Wexner the biggest problem with him outside of this like Victoria's Secret stuff like you know I don't really necessarily think he was necessarily as creepy but the biggest part is that he hired Jeffrey Epstein as his financial manager beginning sometime in the 80s and continued until 2007. He had a very close relationship with Epstein in the 80s and continued upright until his death. He was friends and he was once the main client of Epstein's money management firm. Um, According to Bloomberg, he allowed Epstein to run his business out of a house he owned and resided while at Victoria's Secret. So there's a lot of ties to Epstein yeah. and Wexner. A lot of houses that Jeffrey Epstein housed these women in were allegedly, I'm going to say, because, you know, internet, who knows? Don't get mad. Were owned by Wexner. And you kind of have to wonder, like, okay, he knew that he was a fucking trafficker. Yeah. He knew Creepy he was white dude to creepy white dude. Hunted. They probably had a lot more in common than we want to admit 100% but we're gonna be like yes queen we love fucking Victoria's Secret I'm just like yeah but I get it because I'm sure a lot of the stuff that I love has got some creeps at the top of it yeah well nothing's immune but it's just when it's it just so happens to be this and it's creepy as hell (laughs) yes it is very creepy um there's another article that um I need to pull up here saying uh 
he was 82 years old when he, um, when I think he finally kind of did a new chapter of his enterprise and kind of stepped down a little bit, 82 years old. Um, and the brands that he was at a charge of are like the pink and bath and body works. Like, I just find that that it's very, very Hugh Hefner esque. Like it's creepy that he is in charge of like young girl, young woman. In some case, pink is like teenagers. Sexy outfit. You kind of have to wonder. Like, he obviously um, doesn't have, like, a hand in, like, the design and blah, blah, blah. But, like, it is kind of an interesting um, thing to own, you know? Yes. Um, Sorry, the the important part, the very, very important part that I wanted to put, and this is why I think Epstein had a lot of control over all these men, too, as well, is that I bet you he put them, and, like, we know this for, like, celebrities, like, he probably put them in very compromising positions and the fact that he was a part of this you know so um epstein had been wexner's a money manage manager and their relationship was close to uh so close that he gave him the power of attorney and made him the trustee of the wexner foundation usually apparently power of attorney and trustees are usually for family members or like very high people on board so the fact that that he put epstein at the top of that around like anybody in his family or in his yeah. wife and when that's a um, big deal that's an extremely big deal it's a big deal he and so when uh epstein obviously suicided <laughs> suicided quote unquote yeah. if you're listening um in new york um he was 66 um and he, it says he was obviously we know he was charged with abuse of these girls in these underage homes mm-hmm. in the early 2000s and some of these homes were owned by wexner wexner then puts him as a trustee of his foundation and like in what world do we want to connect like women you know sexualized women with predators would we want to not like keep them but then we're going to make him a trustee of our currency so there's probably something fishy going on behind the scenes too right i just and so when they ask you're making someone like a trustee of your like the entirety of your estate millions billionaires they either have something on you or you trust them implicitly 100 percent. and with epstein it would be probably a little bit of both he's got he's got something on him for sure he's got something on him (laughs) he has no Um, no choice but to trust him no he said when he was asked he said being taken advantage of by someone who is so depraved is something i'm embarrassed i'm even close to wexner had said in a september interview about Uh his relationship with epstein in the present everyone has to feel enormous regret for the advantage that was taken of so many young women that's it that's all you got to say being part of and owning one of the biggest corporations in the world you're going to sit there and be politically correct with this kind of stuff. Now I get that he made PC. this company like six decades ago and you're trying to be PC, but like, we don't, we don't want PC around like this kind of shit. Like it, it like you're already kind of evil in my mind, but the fact that you're not condemning, there wasn't enough Epstein outcry and, and condemnation of like his actions by higher ups, no. any form of Hollywood celebrity, any form of like judge, judicial, political, like th- there was no Mm-mm. uproar at all besides us no, like crazy people <laughs> Tin hats in, yeah at the, in theory. the background that are like yo this is <laughs> fucking weird Pizzagate, can what? someone please pay <laughs> attention fuck? to this like yes we're the crazy and this ones is where I, right i want to point out too here before i jump into hugh quickly um is like 
I always say this too, like think about those conspiracy theories. And even if you don't want to take them at face value, dial them back like 70, 80% and you're going to find some truth. So look at Pizzagate. Okay. Maybe some of the things in Pizzagate were far-fetched with the Clintons, whatever. I'm not going to say I believe a lot of it's true. But they seem to match up elsewhere. But let's dial it back 70, 80%. And we've got Epstein. We've got the Wexners. We've got the Hugh Hefners. We've got the Kinseys and the Moneys and the the Nygards that we didn't even get to dive into. And the fucking like... Just uh, the, Dalmers, you know what I mean? The like, countless, like, yeah. It's disgusting. So carrying on on dirty old bastards. Um, so I go back and forth with Hugh Hefner um, because there's a part of me it's that's a seen one. a lot of good in him, right? Like there is a lot where I do believe he did change a lot of things, whether I agree with the progression, but, you know, he did help with like laws around abortion. He did help with... Um, having women be able to have these careers and make this money, whether it was rooted in whatever it was still, especially at that time, women's liberation. And he was born uh, April 9th, 1926 in Chicago, Illinois. He was the eldest of two sons. Um, It it is kind of cool because like from the beginning, he was uh, president of student council and founded a newspaper. So he was really into journalism. Um, Super charismatic comic book. Yeah, super charismatic. You know, he was very, very much against like any sort of like racial issues. Like it, all women and all races were very much shown. He didn't want to exclude anybody from. That his was really anything. progressive of him. So in those in those aspects, there was things ways. that he yes. did that unfortunately have to be seen as yeah, like groundbreaking. Yes. Good groundbreaking and very good for their time like he did not care he thought all women were beautiful and i do i do respect that a lot and i understand you know the beauty that must come Mm -hmm. from that and i think again it started somewhere again peace love beauty da 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 and got taken over and money and greed and perversion took over because you know now you're overstimulated with all the anyways so early life so he started a comic book and entitled school days um, which was really about a, a youngster um, in like his own imagined universe. So mm-hmm. he always had a very like creative and like uh, journalistic part about him. Yeah. Um, he also served two years in the army and non-combative uh, towards the end of World War II. And he was just discharged in 46. So he's kind of like really been all over the place. He studied at a Chicago Art Institute for a summer um, and at the University of Illinois, where he majored in psychology, and I find this very, very important piece of it's kind information. of an interesting thing to major in, yeah, isn't it? And don't we notice when we think back? If you didn't go back to our first month, we talked about cults. A lot of the cult leaders, and I'm, I would say that Playboy would be a type of cult. Oh, do they started with the some cult form following of for sure. At the very 100%. least. All of us the very all least. of us had the Playboy fucking don't tell me none of you in my age did not have the Playboy bunny tan. Yeah. I'll say my aunt collected um magazines. She had her dad's from the sixties and seventies. She collected them all through the eighties and nineties and like two thousands yep. and like just finally stopped getting subscription after they stopped sending them because Making they went them. online. Yep. And yeah, yep. like it that is uh Dude, the centerfold, that's where you know where that's from. Like, that was, like, the, it was such an iconic and, like, pinnacle of, like, that time in history, Playboy. Yes. It was was what girls wanted to look like. That was the, that was the standard. That was standard. Yeah, the pinup. Yeah, pinup. You were, you were centerfold. That's what you should look like. And then, then like, girls like us were, like, big boobs, small waist, big hips. Yeah. And I don't think that's how Playboy started. 
right? Playboy was all women of all different types. And over years, it curated to this like specific standard look with, you know, like the girls next door and all those like the Wilkinson and Holly Madison and all those girls that we all watched. We all looked up to in a sense because it was like the Nikki Ritchie Paris Hilton time, right? So he was very much like doing different things and really kind of touched on some things I think probably made him the master manipulator he was later in life, you know, like yeah. just because he had all these different ways. He had a power. Connections that with people, he did. I, I feel like the, it was like connection stuff, but he also held like this very powerful card. Like Hugh Hefner, yes. you say that name and you'd be hard pressed to find most people around the world that don't don't know who he is you know what i mean like yeah or the playboy bunny symbol his it's it's iconic card held so much power that i feel like no matter what he was going to be treated differently no matter what he was going to get the best of the best no matter what he was going to get what he wanted because fuck he was hugh hefner are you kidding me (laughs) everyone wanted to be everyone wanted to look you had 20 something year old and like freshly 21 freshly 18 i don't know what the limits are in the states whatever but they're lining up to go date this like 70 90 80 year old dude 60 50 and that apparently was just like nasty so yeah so let's keep going here so he married his first wife in 19 um she was 49 yes she was mildred williams and um he got his first bachelor's degree so he later graduated uh in the area of sociology focusing on the sex research institute established by alfred kinsey And if you don't know who he is, stay tuned because we're going to be talking about him next. Um, So, again, we always see this and we see this in the cults kind of area, too, where everybody kind of connects themselves that do these same kind of things. So um, we'll get get into Playboy uh, later in the month. I don't really want to necessarily talk about Playboy so much. It's kind of about these men that kind of like started this industry and run it. Um, He uh, so he died after died. Uh, September 27th in 2017 in his home at the Playboy Mansion. Yes, he he was 91 years old. Um, yeah, he was he was an American icon in 1953, introduced the world to Playboy magazine, built the company into one of the most recognized global brands in history. Yeah. He peacefully passed away from natural causes at his home. Um, so he, here's some really creepy things that I've kind of learned as I'm going through this. So, you know, again, there's a side where I do believe and agree. Mm-hmm. He did a lot where he should but he also again did things that he got away with like he he back then women were not um protected at all and a lot of them would do photo shoots and they wouldn't have rights and someone would buy the rights to their photos and then post them so marilyn manson or manson oh my god no (laughs) not marilyn manson no no one wants to see that in the white dress over a thing but the iconic Marilyn Monroe photos that were on Playboy, she did not authorize those to be on there. She did not know him. She had nothing to do with him. She didn't want them on there. There was literally nothing that she could do. And he did this again to another. They boosted um, her for well. a reason, though. We should, we'll have yes, to talk 100%. about that during the Playboy episode. Yeah, for... she's yeah she's definitely uh used one for sure. Um, but what's really fucking creepy is that he bought the plot next to her. Yeah. And and is buried beside her, even though they never met. That is obsessed with her. Isn't that fucked up? Why do you think all his girlfriends were blonde bombshells? Like she was, she was the original, like 
playboy look playboy yeah that's what look. he based it like that's what that was his his ideal that was his vision of ideal was yeah and i didn't get the quote because but it did get say several times and i'm gonna butcher it but basically he said that like at first the playboy and we'll talk about this more when we go into it yeah. like at first it was supposed to be more like stag party like stag magazine it was kind of more to be more like a horse kind of thing i think yeah. and then they turn it into a bunny and what he said about it was the most disturbing thing it was like like how bunnies are like shy and playful and they'll run away but they come back and then you just want to snuggle them and like that's kind they of play like hard these to bunnies get. like they play hard to get but they're really easy kind of thing you know? and it was like the most disgusting thing so on this dick cavette show um what this feminists were saying was just like if you're if you're a true feminist and you don't think that women are animals, like I'll believe you the minute you walk out here with a cottontail on your ass with bunny ears yeah. in like a thong. And he's like, Well, no one wants to see that. But you know what I mean? Like it's like, but that's so true. Like, so there's two mm-hmm. sides of it where you could be like, Yes, it's very empowering because some people with sexual trauma or not will say that being naked and being shown off is very empowering. I can understand that. I definitely do not feel the same in the way that like other people do by like posting that online and stuff and so i don't relate but i'm not going to discredit that just because i don't relate i can imagine that in a boudoir i've taken photos i know what it's like to make women feel sexy in the moment but i think there's kind of like a difference when it's doing it to maybe like right or wrong in the worst ways you just get more abused i think right and so for me it's like that's not empowering i can do it for myself like yeah. there's times where you like you catch like you get out of the shower you catch a look at yourself it's like okay hey but yeah there's no like there is such a different like I just it's a hard one for me so it's like I like the only fans the whole the whole nine like I just yeah I feel like you you have to have a certain level of confidence but you also have to have a certain level of like um I don't know how to say this nice like damage (laughs) yeah yeah to like not worried about it yeah like you 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 are so beyond like you're giving a fuck yeah Yep. You just, you and don't it's so hard to know fuck. what that meter is, right? And I think, um, and if you guys haven't watched it, Pamela Anderson did an amazing documentary mm-hmm. on Netflix. It is so great. And she said that she she was like, and I want to get into this to talk about the Playboy Mansion because there's a lot of fucked up stuff about that place, stuff that went down there, like the grotto. They actually tested that grotto Arf. and it came back. I can't even remember with like 10 different viruses in that fucking place. And oh, like yeah. the, there was animals running around the Playboy Mansion. They never cleaned it up. It was very well, gross. Well, think about um, it in like the... Um, some people suffer in mass abuse. The uh, those the girls next door, the yes. the playmates, like the girls that live there, the girlfriends, they had monkeys, bunnies, dogs, cats, birds, you name it. No one was cleaning it up. Nobody was cleaning it up. Those girls weren't cleaning it up. I've heard the carpets were like, yeah, They're like disgusting. disgusting. Like you wouldn't even walk want to walk on them with shoes type thing. Like it was gross. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so this is like he, they do empower them, and I get back in the day, like because it was saying he's women definitely don't a controversial money, one because he did he lend a hand to positivity, but he also like dabbled and like was very like knew he was in the negative side of it too. Like he was very much a hundred percent. He a player of the line. Yeah, right? like Where I definitely like, think he contributed a little bit more negative than he did positive, but he definitely did agreed. contribute like positive, in my opinion. A hundred percent. But then you, and then, and I agree. And then you hear stuff like where some girls say they had an amazing experience being a part of the Playboy Playmates. It's amazing. But then you hear some of them and the ones that were there closer. It's like you had a curfew. 
you had to be home by 9 p.m. You could not talk to anybody. You can't sleep over anyone's house. You can't. can't sleep over. You can't do anything. You get an allowance. And if you were caught, but you also had to pay for the things to make you that desirable. So those like and think they got paid i think it was like a thousand dollars every week and like manicures and, your hair your yes tans, all that stuff you had to pay for boxing. and you had to keep up so you were sexually like sexually attractive to him and if you got caught like spent like saving that money to like go escape or something like that you got in a lot of trouble like they would rat each other out it wasn't like always like a sorority so like a lot of fucked up stuff Hell, they're selling Apparently, each other out a lot of people they're selling each other out yeah. for sex who like you go do it 100 I, I, I can't well <laughs> I can't. And he used to always, like, apparently Gross. he would just get, like, stoned and just, like, watch um, and make the girls do stuff together. Apparently he couldn't last longer than a minute. It was just apparently absolute, like, hell. Not... Yeah, it was apparently complete hell. And it's, like, it's so crazy because as we go through all this stuff, it's, like, again, all of us wanted to be playmates for some weird reason. Like, I didn't want to sleep with Hugh Hefner, but some idea, the idea of just being the playmate was a huge thing. Like, I didn't want to sleep with him by any means. I don't but think we understood like, oh, fully what it meant either what that to meant. be one of no. his girlfriends at the time. Like, you just knew that that was, yes. like, that was status. Top. That was peak, status. right? Like, that was more than Paris Hilton status at this point, you know? And like, isn't that terrible? What? But that's what we thought was, like, look, peak achievement, like... That's how I look back now, and I'm like, or I'm like, hey, everyone that's like this that age, like putting up Dylan Mulvaney, like guys, yeah. we were wrong about some of the things we put out. So I'm just saying, be careful Chill. here, because yeah, and I, we're gonna dive deeper into the Playboy Mansion and that whole part of it. But like for him, and I, he's been in and out of stuff, and I think for him, everyone just knew that that's who he was, and they accepted it. And it's just like Epstein; people just accepted he it. He was, was like, open well, and honest about knew. it. Epstein was, was to an more. extent with like the people in his circles; they all knew apparently. But Hefner was literally out to the world. Like I am a yes. creepy and old he man. is a. <laughs> and but but to most people, he was a fucking god because he could get all these he women. Was Hefner, he was the, right? like, Hef. and he had the fucking like charisma, and he had the 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 you know robe, the and he had that stature, you know, robe. like the money, the yeah, all of this kind of stuff. And so like, and he was very successful what he did. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna discredit that. Like he built a for what he did million he built it billion. I'm billion assuming billion dollar, dollar yeah. um empire off yes, of a comic that, book. That, to 91 years old and held on to that so as and, a businessman top notch very I salute well top notch yeah because when when magazines started going out then he started doing tv and tv mm-hmm. shows and behind the scenes and that's where that made far more money right and yeah so and they've always been uh think, kept to their brand think of all those parties right. they threw where like um, there's like it, right at the right at the cusp of like influencers and not. I remember one girl went to one of the Playboy parties and kind of documented it, and like mm-hmm. they used to throw those regularly and just invite like <laughs> good looking club girls, good looking rich people, like go, like it. He marketed it's and he he built that business like a fucking boss, like geniusly. He, he did truly, he did. He did. truly. Off the vaginas of a lot of women. It, 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 like, it is uh, a crappy, yeah, um, yeah, mountain to sit I on. I go back and forth. But yeah, he built that forth. mountain, and that mountain was fucking grand. Like, he, he did that. It was. That. I still have, I still have, like, I had, when I was younger, I collected all Playboy I was, stuff. I have Playboy I stuff. I have stuff. towels. 
Playboy Bunny towels. Yeah, I still have. Yeah, I still have. Some I had stuff a guy. Um, he was a welder at this like job I had way back when. He like made me like a necklace holder, and it was like a Playboy Bunny head <laughs> welded on like a stand. It was like nice. super weird, <laughs> super bizarre. I had the but... buckles, like the yeah. I had. Buckle. I have a chain yeah. upstairs that is Shirt. horribly tarnished, and like I have yes. to polish because it's silver. Like it's so yeah. weird. I have a, a book these of are... my teenage memories in a Playboy Bunny book. These are like, gifts from like 17, family. Members and like my parents and like this is like an acceptable thing. Like let's get my sixteen-year-old daughter Playboy bunny towels. Like yeah, (laughs) but we wanted that. It was it was the 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 tattoo for tanning was like Mm, yes huge icon. Why would you get anything else? Like like, yeah, why would you have a heart? Oh, terrible. Yeah, but (laughs) okay. So anyways. Those are my two dirty bastards say, like, that I started on, guys. So, so let's like go she into said, hers gets theirs were built off the backs of mine. So yeah, I'm gonna start with Kinsey and go into money because it just kind of okay. segues nicely. So Kinsey, um, <laughs> this motherfucker was born in 1894. <laughs> you heard that right? 1894. Ninety-four. He yes, died he was the OG in fifty-six. Bastard. So he is like the OG Dirt McGirt. Dob. Yeah, dirty <laughs> bastard. So his name, Alfred Charles Kinsey, was an American sexologist, biologist, and professor of entomology and zoology, who in nineteen forty-seven founded the Institute for Sex Research at the Indiana University, now known as the Kinsey Institute for Research in Sex, Gender, and Reproduction. Okay? So this guy literally, literally started a sex research at a very well-known university. So this man is highly regarded. Um, He, like... When I first learned about him, it really frustrated me because he is held to such high standards. It, like, really yes. fucks with me. So he was originally a zoologist and a sexual psychopath. This one website I found explained him like that, and I was like, okay. That's a great first sentence. Like, what? Those are words. So, Those are words on paper. Right? He was funded by and connected to the... Rockefellers, of course. So that's where his original funding came from. Um, And his research, when he conducted his research, the focus groups, essentially, or the the, um, types of people that he did the research on uh, were... I'm going to say substandard. I'll tell you what they were in a second here, but substandard is a nice way of putting it. And he based this and put this research out as normal sexual behavior. So this is like the average normal behavior is what he was trying to put this study out as. But he did this research and this came from sexual psychopaths like himself, sex offenders, criminals, pedophiles, prostitutes, serial rapists, prison inmates, and there was one that I didn't write in here, but I'll say it anyways. I was um, violently sexual, or no. How did they put it? It was like incredibly sexual homosexuals. Like it was just like violently, aggressively horny gay men is who he like. It okay. was just such a weird thing. But yeah, That's so it was like the sexual deviance of our planet. Like serial rapists, okay. prostitutes, pedophiles. Like it was weird. He was also yeah. linked to very well-known like pedophile groups. Hmm. 
not cute. He's probably the starter of maps. He, this is a weird side fun fact of Kinsey, he sort of Van Gogh'd himself, but he personally circumcised himself with a pocket knife. Uh, is he the first transgender I just, man? I don't know. Or is he trying to like, make a neo-vagina? It was fucked. Um, so he also, so he, in his research, reached out. He had contacts and, like, um, like a contact and, and correspondence with people in prison, people in psychiatric wards, like he just had access to all these types of people, people. for his, his research and he solicited and encouraged pedos to harm anywhere from 317 to 2035 infants for his research on child sexuality. So he has this very famous, if you Google Kinsey and you're on the dark side of the web, you are going to find out table 34. So, table 34, unfortunately, I have screenshotted here in my phone, so I have forever immortalized the contents of this fucking table. So, in <laughs> Kinsey's, um, so Kinsey's Sexual Behavior in the Human Male was a book in 1948, and it offers proof of systematic child abuse um, that Dr. Kinsey researched. So, he had a table that had age, number of orgasms, time involved, and then age, number of orgasms, time evolved. So it was like a two, like one table split into two. And he has anywhere from five months old all the way up to like 26, I think is the oldest age I see here. So this. Yeah, because after 26, you just don't matter anymore. Yeah, so he essentially was like calculating how many and how Babies? long children orgasm because his belief was that we are all inherently sexual from birth. We are all, it was just really hard to research him because he is very, um, he's really weird. He's really like, um, twisted and money is the one that we will find more relevant because of all the stuff that we're dealing with. But yeah, Kinsey was, um, quite, like I said, his, he, he put this forth as like, the normal standard of like what everyone like he had questions he would do like research and like surveys and like quizzes on people and he would ask them incredibly like personal things or just really like gross questions and he had essentially said that like 80 percent of the male population has um essayed a woman before i'm like what well, when you're like, asking sex what? offenders, no. criminals, pedophiles, prostitutes, serial That's rapists, shit. like inmates, like what? you're gonna get numbers like that. But that was his like, yeah, it was put forth as Obsession? normal people and not the deranged sexual individuals that he was used to. Like, and he, this is the man that created um, and helped it, like create the basis for sexual education in the states and in Canada. Um, he would also film orgies and sexual events for blackmail. So he would, I think, he, yeah, I think when I read that, I was like, that's very like MK Ultra, like CIA Epstein, like that's very yeah. like right, right up part typical of, of that shit. So I was like, that made sense, right? So then yeah. after everything kind of went sideways for him and people started being like, yo, this dude's a fucking crackpot weird fucking dude who are you um the rockefellers oh couldn't support him anymore so they pulled out and oh. guess who fucking 
swooped in. Playboy, Penthouse, and Planned Parenthood. Oh, Margaret Sanger, our favorite. Yeah, established. They all jumped in and they established the sex education industry using Kinsey after, yeah, the Rockefeller stopped funding because, you know, that's what the Playboy and Planned Parenthood do on their spare time is fund this loser's fucking work and shit. So, yeah, he... There's, um, I think they really did a good little dive into him in What's a Woman by Matt Walsh, the documentary. If you haven't seen it, go watch it because it's a fabulous documentary. But some of the things you find about Kinsey just really makes you sit funny. And yeah, like the very first thing I'd, he's a zoologist. This motherfucker studies animals and we have given him the right to study the sexual behaviors of people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Children? What? Why is that? Why is that even? Where does that link? Sorry. Is there something? Is it him that's the Kinsey scale? Does that have to do with sexuality too? Uh, was that his? Yeah. Where did I see that? Give me a second here. I'm pretty sure. Other than why? Because I think it has to do with like the spectrum of sexuality. Like uh, this would would fit really into yeah. this time right now of like the spectrum of sexuality. I don't know because I remember Blair White kind of. So the Kinsey about scale, also Kinsey called scale. the heterosexual homosexual rating scale, and used uh, is used in research to describe a person's sexual orientation based on one's mm-hmm. experience or response at uh, a given time. The scale typically ranges from zero, meaning exclusively heterosexual, to a six, meaning exclusively homosexual. So yeah, it is. Which is funny because so Kinsey had that kind of stuff, but John Money was the one that um, pretty much coined the terms and created the terms gender identity, gender dysphoria, um, sexual orientation, and gender role. Like anything to do with that, that was John Money's doing. Wow. Okay. Tell us more about that. So it is perfect. What full circle we're coming Right. So let me get how old this (laughs) old fuck was. He's a, another old fuck. So John Money was See? born in 1921. Old old <laughs> motherfucker. And he died in 2006. So he he lasted, he, a he lasted a, fuck, a, quite a while. So a long time. He, John William Money was a New Zealand American psychologist, sexologist, and professor at John Hopkins University known for his research into human sexual behavior and gender. <laughs> gender. So he's more relevant to today because this man yeah. has essentially created the stepping stones for our fucking nightmare. And I'm sorry to call oh it a nightmare. God. I know that is quite it rude. It is a nightmare. But it is a nightmare though. I miss the days of you do you. As long as you're an adult, yeah. you're not hurting anyone, hurting anything, hurting yourself. Do you. Mm-hmm. But like why it has to be so in our face is beyond me. Know. But anyways. I watched it. I watched this video today. It was so well said. It's like no one is saying that you can exist and that what you're thinking for yourself and how you feel isn't how you feel, but it's not reality and it's not in facts. And I think that's why people like, like us that we're believe in gender dysphoria. But one thing I never thought of is like gender dysphoria is a form of mental illness that can be addressed, not with just surgeries. So there's a bunch and you'll, excuse me, see this in the detransition, you know, like is gender dysphoria always needing to go to that surgery? And I think that's what the biggest problem and our biggest problem right now is saying that no. And if you talk to real trans people, and actually I was watching a uh, Dr. Phil clip and I'm not usually a Dr. Phil fan 
to be honest with you, but it was actually really good. And it was talking about, um, uh, just how it might not always be a permanent thing and that we should, that, that, that trans should actually go through the proper steps in the channels and be diagnosed with gender mm-hmm. dysphoria through the proper uh, channels and then they can start whatever surgeries but now people are self-identifying and self-diagnosing mm-hmm. as trans but a lot of the ogs like buck angel and blair white and even the new ones that call it out like uh, marcus the offensive tranny and a-, a couple new ones are popping up that are saying like no 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 like we're very aware that we're a different gender um and we want and by being trans we have gender dysphoria and we want to transition into the other gender so that we can blend in, not stand out, be different, mm-hmm. be above everybody. And the other argument is like, okay, well, you're saying that there's no binary, but you're transitioning kids from being one binary to the other. So there has to be a binary for you to be able to, to transition to the other not. one. To, 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 exactly. So it's like what's going on now is so different when when you think back to the 90s yeah they're really yes okay before anyone comes to me there was gender inequality and there was racism but truly if you look back to the 90s it was pure love and expression yeah and everyone were just like there was like people say there was no representation i call bullshit i grew up knowing that there was gays and there was lesbians and there were cross-dressers and that there were people of all different color were there some things i kind of joked with my you know one of the uh bosses at work he is from south africa uh-huh. and i kind of giggled i was like as a young child from a very small island i thought that people from africa were all black and so when my doctor was telling me he was south african and he had an accent and he was white i was very fucking confused and i was like but you're white like being just a little kid that was curious and back then it was like kind of cute and it was a learning moment actually you you know there are white people oh my god i'd be a racist at six Mm -hmm. um but you know i kind of giggled and was like i didn't know that and when i was a kid and back then in the 90s you were able to ask those questions yeah you know like what what culture are you from what you know you know what colors i don't mean that in a rude way i never mean those things with a racist thought i just am curious because i care and i love to learn about people yeah and i think that is almost like a bad trait that happened with this gender part where it's like i can understand the empathy that people have what it must be like mm-hmm. to be in the LGBTQ and must be in the wrong body. But like, do you not see where people get worried where fucking crazy people like this are the ones that started it and pushed this and are very a part of like the sexually deranged. Do we not, I'm not saying yeah. that all of them are, I'm saying that a lot of this was rooted in people that are a little messed up. And yeah, I feel like that needs to be talked about I, like this John money. I guy. think like it's the pandering to like, why do you, why are your feelings and your stuff more important than everyone else's or mine? Like, why does yours trump mine? Why yeah. do, do you get to scream out at the top of your lungs that, about your pride, but I'm not allowed because then, yes. then I'm a shitty person. Like, it's just very, it's a lot, but yeah. no. So John Money, John Money's story for me really starts with um, the Rhymer twins. Okay. Yeah. So he was, um. There's a botched circumcision on these twins, and um, John Money somehow convinced the parents to raise then David, who got botched circumcision, as Brenda. And I don't remember right. if 
I'm pretty sure he is like essentially like a eunuch. Like he doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. I think his penis got completely disfigured. They didn't like transition him. I don't believe to a girl with lady no, parts, or maybe they did. Just I just up. I don't. I didn't look too much into that, but they convinced him to raise him as Brenda because in his opinion, it was environmental um, and influence that determines gender. Like it's not necessarily what you were born with. It's what your like environment, which to a certain extent, Okay. Yeah. It's like sure. pure pressure kind of thing. Like you kind of like act yep. like your environment does play a part in who you are in my opinion. It does. So yeah. So like, yeah, fair enough. So like I said, he coined all those terms and like started using them like crazy. Um, so in the studies with his, like the twins, he, in his mind, he was successful because it worked. She kind of looked like a girl, grew her hair out, but was always st- still confused. Like, had no idea why they felt like they were supposed to be a boy because they were. So the, he yep. essentially created reverse gender dysphoria. Like, mm. he, t- he, he created the gender dysphoria and then recognized it and, like, affirmed it. Because he was a boy, and then they started telling him that he was a girl, but he had this, yeah, gnawing feeling on the inside that he was meant to be a boy. He did not like girl things. He wanted to hang out with his twin brother. He wanted to do things the boys were doing. Like, it's just so crazy. But in their research with the twins, he did despicable things to those boys, making them, like, act out sex acts on each other to reinforce the that Brenda is a female and this is how females are like yeah it was uh, gross like some of the shit I didn't even want to again with these people that say like don't put stereotypes don't be conforming gender conforming this but it's like all this research that backs all the things that you guys are using yeah pushed those binary things on children and patients and he and also disgusting. was a practicing oh and God. researched um pedophilia a lot <laughs> so he also was just um his wasn't as far as kinsey's but his was a little more extreme in the sense that i feel like his pedophilia kind of took um the trans and like the gender dysphoria and the gender issue into account as well so his i think mm-hmm. is where i'm not gonna say it started because this was like the early 50s but i feel like that's where like it kind of got a foothold and like took off where like mm-hmm. you would associate yes. pedophiles with like i would never and do not associate pedophiles with the lgbtq community because i think that's no. fucking you're going to get pedophiles in all sorts of different kind of everywhere. Stre- like that's a, a real stretch, but I feel like that's where you could link back to like, mm, look, sexual confusion. Yeah. Of like confusion with, over, with yeah. the new f- pedophile. I'm not going to even call him a map because I just find that so disrespectful no. to like everyone it else is. in the world. But like, yes. Yeah. Like it's hard saying some of these words and like, this is probably, I wouldn't be surprised if this got taken down off of a few <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it's coming down off YouTube for sure. Pedophile and serial rapist and stuff. But why? Like, it's dark and it's gross, but it needs to be talked about. That's That's how you stop it I think the thing about these four, these are only four of the creepy old bastards. But that's the whole point. These four are so high up. We all know about them. We all know pretty well. Like, it's easily researched. These were not blocked websites. You can Google these men. You can find out everything, right? Yeah. 
why is it not talked about enough? Why is this not it's at the not. forefront of like what the fuck? This needs to be dismantled and redone. Yeah. We need to redo. I think that's like B was saying earlier. Everything that we have had put in place, I'm going to say easily and solidly from like the early 1900s till now, like 50s, 60s, mainly because that's when all the shit seems to happen. 40s for sure. Like they have done such a disservice and just like bang up job at really degrading, cheapening and like ruining the power, intimacy. the intimacy, the connection, the mm-hmm. like sheer beauty, like electricity of sex. Like it is not supposed yes. to be such a cheap thing. It is not supposed to no. be such a like, oh, I can go on the internet on my phone or like grab this magazine and see titties and vagina pl- pl- yep. plastered everywhere. There's mm-hmm. a reason why in some cultures seeing a woman's ankles is like, <gasps> oh my god, I saw her ankles, like, ooh, like, there is something to be said about mystery, and just, like, the intrigue, and, like, why do you think women like reading, like, salacious books, is because, like, it keeps you going, it's the interest, it's the mystery, it's the draw, that's what people want, you don't want, it's very much the, like, you can't expect him to come back for milk and cookies if you're gonna give him the whole factory right off the like get-go you know what I mean like 100% and if you're showing that to everyone else I mean that in the kindest way and 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 I do want to talk about that in the next couple episodes too is like this whole porn industry we said it before what is it doing I feel like that's where it lends to like creating face little girls narratives yeah like um I don't know if anyone that follows us uh follows Andre but he was talking recently mm-hmm. about how, yeah, like some kid, someone got um, told like the those school dress codes where like skirts can't be lower or, uh, or higher than your fingertips and like no spaghetti mm-hmm. straps and all that. Like that lends a hand to then, yeah, us getting told that our bodies are a distraction. We are a distraction. We have to wear certain things because we don't want yes. to distract the boys. Who the fuck is teaching those boys that we are not? to be ogled we're not objects we are people that you have respect for playboy has ruined it porn dirty stores dirty magazines Mm -hmm. like i hate to say Mm -hmm. it and at this point i don't even think it has its place anymore or it doesn't even have a space in our world it is quite literally filth it's trash i just Uh, as i'm aging i'm starting and i don't know if you see my rant yeah opinion about it that i used to yeah, and I don't know if you seen my rant the other day about, I think it was like the other night, I was just there, and I don't know yeah. what actually happened, it was shared by like a pro-life, so I don't want to, but anyways, it was a 19-year-old girl, and she was in the hospital, and I don't really know the background of it, but all of a sudden she locked herself in the the bathroom, and when the she came out after a little bit, uh, and they knew she was pregnant, um, they found the baby in the trash, and they don't know if it was stillborn. And the mother had no idea she was full term. Yeah. And she was 19 and she was just crying that she was so afraid. She was so afraid of having this baby. And what I kept thinking in my head is, why the fuck are, are you fucking then? Like, if you know, if you were that afraid to have a baby, then why aren't you taking every goddamn precaution that you need to take? It's really. To, and I'm sorry. There's no excuse anymore. No. There's free condoms. Birth control is really not that expensive as much as I hate it. And you know what's fucking cheap? 
abstinence. And that is not popular because motherfuckers like these four guys have made it impossible for you to feel like that is an option without fucking being completely annihilated. And here's the thing. We have these internal clocks that are made in us that judge other things and other people to see how we stand up so that we survive Mm -hmm. the pack. Because back in the day, if you didn't survive the pack, you were kicked out, you would die. Now, obviously, we don't need that because we can suffice. But socially, they do the same thing. And I think that's what we're seeing. I think that's why. And I'm going to say Candace Owens' husband kind of bangs it on here. Like, Instagram is a pornography site. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the funny thing is, too, is, like, they want us wholesome. They want us pure. They Mm -hmm. want us chaste. They want Mm -hmm. us all this. But if you are that, you're a prude, you're Mm -hmm. inexperienced, therefore you don't know what you're doing, therefore you're not going to be good in bed, therefore it's just going to be like shit and blah, blah, blah. Like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you're don't. And that's like where all of the, like my two men kicked off, her two men carried on and like look what it's perpetrated. This is like, that is such a common theme throughout our generation, teenage girls and girls of our age Mm -hmm. was you're either too much of a slut or you're just like Mm -hmm. the biggest virgin ever. Like there was no in between. You could have made out with a dude and you are the skankiest hoe of the day until someone else does something else. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) especially when you're younger, like the the volumes and like the, the actions all equaled out to whatever, Mm -hmm. but there was just no, honestly to wholesomeness it was well you're a loser you were a loser you wanted to fit in you wanted to be cool you wanted Mm -hmm. to like impress that boy or that girl or whatever the case was like we were just like they set up the sexual industry so like we got had sex ed and i'm I'm almost positive it was the sixth grade and it was a cartoon yeah, was like um, booklet that we got about Estrogenie and mm-hmm. Captain Testosterone. And it was really cheesy. And I fucking, me and my one guy friend that went to school together, we remember it and we will discuss it. And I fucking wish I would have kept that comic because oh some of the imagery was very tame compared to what you're seeing now with all the weird now. books and shit. But um, yeah. it was pretty descript and it was just like lightly touching around everything. <laughs> but like they were talking about it more so, but the imagery Enough. was like kind of suggestive in some spots. So talking about boners yes. and like your tits growing and getting your period and blah 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 but compared to now I wouldn't want like I'd be horrified to sit through like a sex ed class nowadays because I feel like it's going to be talking about stuff that I don't even necessarily think I've learned officially to like like, third graders yeah it's like okay wait I need to check that yeah I need my book I need a pad and paper because I have questions like I don't even know this and I'm like 34 in October like the rim of what exactly excuse (laughs) me me? yeah say that again rewind that I need to write how do you spell that like how do you it is ph what it's just it's it's gone to like it's it's like someone Such strapped like rocket boots to it, set it off, and yes. it's just gone so beyond a, a vibrator to it, <laughs> right? Like they're passing that around in school instead of like mm-hmm. the bananas and condoms, which I didn't even do bananas yes. and condoms. Like, no, 
I just I feel like that's a parental thing I know that sounds terrible and gross but I really do like I understand getting into the biology of it and the sex ed in that part but I think at that age that's I agree not quite there I think biology has an opening and like a very like scientific opening that they can play with and that's totally cool or social science but that's also high school right like high school is one thing but I I hate to say it and I've said it before but like I know it's uncomfortable and I know it's not like the greatest conversation to have with your kids, but why the hell else are you trusting someone or like, why would you trust someone else to like teach your children about that topic? It may not be the greatest conversation you're going to have with them and it may not be one that you're ever prepared for. And you may look like a nerd having written down notes and like telling them stuff you want them to know, but better at coming from you, the person that like, gives a shit about them and wants them to like Mm -hmm. treat this not as like a okay here we're gonna learn about sex now pass out free condoms type thing like it's not such a casual thing you want to teach your kids what you want to teach them and there's no better way than to do it your damn self and I like I hate to say it if she goes to regular school I will probably be the crazy mom that like opts out like I don't want her taking part in those classes I will no, teach not her anymore. myself. I'm not sorry. Anymore. They're teaching way too many weird things in schools now. And I'm just, that's what I mean. I think it is uncomfortable, but I think it needs to happen. And like, that's the thing. Like it, it's either that, or they're going to go figure it out on their own. And that's and, like, what a lot of I us did. Like unfortunately. Yes, and I feel like, I feel like we had those good conversations and like, I knew about birth control. I knew about all those things, but not in the way that we know about it now. Like we're going to be able to inform the next generation. Oh God, of I can't wait. What does birth control mean? Right. Like, and actually teach what them about their bodies. And none of that stuff was done. Like we were cycles proper yeah. by yes, biological stuff. And I think between that, so everyone is afraid that you're always going to get pregnant and you don't want to get pregnant and have a baby because that is the worst thing on planet earth to have a baby. Right. Like, we do not that's do not do that. Don't dare you. Yeah. So exactly. So we're going to put you on birth control pills. That's going to lead you to anxiety and depression and possibly infertility in the future. But that doesn't matter because you can fuck everybody right now. And guess what? Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Bunnies. That's what's cool. And that is what that's we want to be. That's what they push fuck too. Everybody. Yeah. And that's what they push. And as a 16 year old with, I'm going to say it, father issues, alcoholism in the family, totally lost and people laugh about dad issues but y'all it is fucking true because when you don't get the attention from your father you seek yeah. male attention it seems like a fucked up way to think about it but it's not because you are not getting that male validation in your life so you go and search for it and at that age the way to get it is between your fucking legs and that is why a lot of us girls became sluts at those ages and did those things because we weren't getting the proper male attention structure and although that was not right of course we're misguided because on tv and all over the place mtv music all of that it was hookup culture do all this now you have a bunch of us all fucked up and 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 look at it though look at all the heads of these like you were saying hefner and stuff they're all psychology they've studied psychology there's a very yes. good chance, and there is, like, this sounds stupid me just saying, there's a very good chance that it's probably the, the case is they know that exactly what B just said is going to be the result of what they're doing. 100%. They know that they're going to break 100%. us down and break, like, that's just, it's all by design. It is, and it's a, it's, and, it's a scary thing to say, but, uh, like, that's... We all need to come to that realization. We are competitive, but who are we competing against? No one. We need to be amping each other up, cheering each other on, because we are such a formidable population. (laughs) 
It's mm-hmm. crazy. We, we collectively can decide whether this earth continues on with population. <laughs> you you know that, right? We are we yes. are the sole <laughs> deciders of that. Bearers. Yes. Like Yes. It just I mean they can it do is. the test tube babies, they can do incubator babies, they can do all sorts of stuff like yes. that, but like we're just we're so powerful and it just sucks to see us they they have done a very good job at suppressing us and making us feel like a whole bag of shit when we are all fucking top notch like yes but look at us all now (laughs) like Like, i feel like i and that's why i feel like this is all coming up to up and then it's coming down like it is peaking and and i I didn't i said this on a rant this morning on my instagram and i took it down because i was like no i want to put it on the show today because we're having this conversation and i don't know if i said this on the show or not yet, but I did talk about it with my friend. I know I've said this to you before where there's just some times where I think things are super popular and they go on this rise and then we see the downfalls of it and it starts to retract. And so I think one of the downfalls of this whole gender push is going to be and this bandwagon thing is that not to be this way. And I, and I might get dragged for this, but like if we think about someone wanting to look like a quote unquote stereotypical, beautiful woman, whether that's a woman or a trans woman, they're always going to have the same kind of idea of what that looks like. And there's going to be everyone going to these plastic surgeons and Botox and fillers. And they're all going to be like working towards this one specific look. We've seen this with the Playboy Bunny era, everyone trying to look like that. And then the Kardashians came in or sorry, before that, there's it was always like kind an of ideal. And there was like that Hilton, Paris Hilton skinny. And then it was like that Kardashian, right? And they're always going to be- Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra, uh, Pamela Anderson, mm-hmm. right? And so- Oh, damn, where was I going with this? About that oh, sorry, ideal. No, I know. Yeah, so everyone's going to that one look. And now that trans seems to be more out there uh, than ever before. Then those especially trans women have to very much do a lot of surgeries to then present like women, right? So then if we have biological women and trans women all going together to look like the same, would it be fair to say that we might see a change in that beauty standard of surgeries and plastic surgeries and fillers because how are men by just looking going to be able to tell immediately if a woman is a biological woman or a trans woman and i'm not saying that it's bad to be attracted to trans women i'm not saying that be you're absolutely allowed to have a preference of what bottom you want to be mm-hmm. servicing uh for lack of a better word and that's not transphobic that's a preference and true trans people understand that mm-hmm. um And so I half wonder if just like with the sexualization, we're starting to see like, yes, OF has taken off in a different way, but it's also now seeing a bunch of women regret it. And I feel like that is like its end. And now it's starting to do this. Are we going to see that with a lot more of the things? Because I think we're seeing that in the sexuality department. And so I kind of like, I'm not trying to be this way, but if you look at say me and you, and we see that our faces are moving and we look more natural it's more nice to be like, oh, she's a biological woman. Yeah. And if you are a man attracted to biological women, you're going to be probably more opt to go with someone that you, or that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's like, I don't think that that's going to be it anymore because it's not going to be just women in that category anymore. There's going to be, you know, a part of it that some men aren't going to like. So there's going to be subcategories because it's not one yes. category anymore. It's a meld of categories. No. 
I don't yeah, know why, so but curious if we see that. The one thing I thought of just now, and it's kind of like super random and weird, but like if all the like sex workers, like porn stars and like OnlyFans and all this, if they all quit and stop, I wonder what the sur like what there would be a surge in in other like work industries. Like, would there be like a ton more mm-hmm. nurses? Would there be a ton yes. more like hair stylists or like yes. lawyers or like? Yes. It sounds terrible. Like if they were to put their focus to something like traditional education wise, yes. like what would be, would there be more like, I don't know. If like that was open. Yeah. Like sure. actresses, models, yeah. like, I don't know, like if surgeons, any job was help, available, like doctor. Like if you could have any job, if you could have any job without. Yeah. Like I wonder what that industry what has taken away from the most because I feel like medical yes. industries because it's so expensive people start like stripping on the side to help pay and then they just kind of get lost in yes. that and then they're just the a money, stripper yeah. for life because you make good money like things like that like I wonder what profession gets yeah. robbed and I think the on most a, on a, by the sex yeah. industry and I'll play devil's advocate to that too I imagine sex crime rates would also rise like there is a rise in it from that but like I do also think that's why I will be like I don't think porn should be abolished by any means because there are studies and we'll talk about it down the road too because that does stop a lot of like sexual aggression and rape and stuff in those degrees too so I, I do agree Seeing it has it its place versus but again like acting it out type yes thing. Informed consent. We talked about this in the dangers. I don't think that we should necessarily be. It needs to go back um, to the way it used to be, where you had to have like your yes. credit card, your ID, and it's very much like yes. an eighteen and over. You can't just get access to mm-hmm. it, no matter who you are. Like it needs to be very much taboo the way it was. Like it has. I think to... it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, it needs to be their own people publishing their own things, and no more Pornhub, no more OF, none of those things. Like be an actual like entrepreneur, in- independent, and build your own type website contractor. and Yes. Yeah. So you can keep your content clean the people that are watching it clean all of that but it's there's so many easy quick platforms yeah. that people want to just do and go and make with money the and internet walk away from, right? it's one of those things like you, once it's like once it's out there when, well no too but like the internet is like once there's like internet made there's always going to be a dark side to the internet so like you can try and mm-hmm. regulate the porn online but there will always be like the dark web side of it where you can still get it for free somewhere under some whatever like yeah it's just kind of like the nature of the beast which is like a disgusting thing to say but like that's that that's the thing that we have to look at like why is there like why is that the nature of the beast why is it like disgusting creepy vile things happen under like neath everything the guides of sexual exploration yeah this where it's like i don't know this episode was an interesting one because like i've heard of these people before through like friends and family of just like conversation but i don't know if a lot of people like there's even in one of the websites i read they said do you know who money and kinsey are and the amount of people that will tell you like no who's that they don't know who they are and you can tell them everything Mm -hmm. we told you today and I was like, ew, that mm-hmm. sounds like a horrible person. It's like, oh, but they also are, like, the founders of, like, such a sex education and sex research and child sexuality to this day. And it's like... That people use. Oh, wait. Oh, maybe what? I shouldn't be backing this Yeah, like, much. I don't feel like we get the whole picture, so it's not... Never. It's just, oh, like, it's oh, like that's Margaret a creepy Sanger. dude. But do you realize that that creepy yeah. dude affects your life and affected your upbringing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you know that Epstein wasn't just the only Epstein yeah, out there? Like, he was just the one most Hefner known, was, in so... my opinion, Hefner was, I think, the original Epstein. 
Yes. In the sense that he had access to all those beautiful women. I believe he very mm-hmm. much maybe not the original, but like the highest profile. Like he was one of the OG mm-hmm. Epstein's. He he Oh yeah. There's rumors that the Playboy Bunny mansion had ways. like tunnels that went to like Jack Nicholson's house. I don't remember the other celebrities, but like a bunch of big name celebrities like Robert De Niro and stuff. And they would funnel similar to the rumors of like underground tunnels going to Epstein Island and like sub and Disneyland sub tunnels and cruise ships going from Disneyland to mm-hmm. Epstein Island. Like all the tunnels around the world. It's one of those, children, like you were saying, Hugh Hefner is a hard one because like we, there's so many people that idolized him and not idolized him in the yes. sense that they wanted to be him, but like just that like he got to be around beautiful He's women king. all the time. He was like, yes. He was, pussy yeah, like, everywhere. he just got to be surrounded by beautiful women, and he was successful. Yeah, he's the OG and Donald he was, Trump. He yeah, like, he was just that status <laughs> of, like, getting to live your life yeah. and not having to work and blah, blah, blah. But when you really, like, like deep... drink and... Yeah, like, fancy, like, 007 type shit. Like, mansion, but grotto. he, when you really deep, like, into it, like, deep dive, it... it he seems sad. He, he seems sad, but he also, I can't tell if he was like truly like Kinsey and like like a sexual psychopath, or if he yes. saw an opening and took it, which almost makes him like even more evil in my book. That like he preyed on that so hard. Like he was just a very smart, both. smart man, in my opinion. He's yeah. just very. I think he was smart. both. He, I think it's like if you think if you've like read like, Christian mix. Gray, that 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 like. Where you're outside, he was that professional mm. business and very taken together. I feel Everyone like you have to know kind of to thing. do that. Like, you're aware yes. of that persona. Yeah. But in the your... background, he had this very deep, fucked up Quick sexual wit. fetishes yeah, yeah. that, yeah, just like Epstein, just all of those did. But again, he offered women stuff and he was out there more. So when people came at him, he was like, but the girls know. The girls know what he they're doing. He was the face they, of, and it know. was very much that. Like, they, they like to press yeah. the this is all done by consent there's contracts it's yes. a business that's why yeah. it was acceptable just, because it was a business yeah Which, but they also pushed the girls to not have their other jobs a and large kept them prostitution to get, like, exactly like, and a lot of them back in the day especially like at the very beginning with the clubs and all that kind of stuff which we'll get into in the months like they did not do so yeah i get a lot of the the progression and the good things yeah. that these men have done but i just want to challenge you if you are one of those people and i'm not one of those people i do not say that i hate all white men white men that have money i've never said that i said i hate disgusting globalists and i hate dirty creepy like, old ones men. like yeah like the whiff and like those whiff. guys and like the yeah the whiff and like you know the klaus swamps of the world but i don't specifically go after white men it has nothing that to do are with dirty old white men it's just dirty no, old men period but, i don't care but it's just funny yeah. that these top ones here are those exact things, but these same women that say they hate them will d- still, to this day, with this knowledge, down themselves in Playboy. And I'm Victoria's like, is Secret it... underwear wall, yeah. Yes, yes. Like, yeah. is it woman empowerment? I don't know. We're going to talk about that more in the coming weeks. Um, what is and what's not. We don't know. We're learning. We have. I go back and forth with so many of these things all the time. I'm always in my head of like, what I feel, but it's, I think it's a lot of day, making children, up your mind and unmaking your mind. Yeah. And like you said, yeah. children, as long as they're constantly challenging on the myself. opposite end of that topic, yes. like not even, then I don't want I'm it near open to it. And yeah. I was the other day, I posted something talking about, um, just like the LG shields too. Yeah. Wasn't she in the playboy? She was at a very young age ten, too. She's like 16, no, 10? 10. Jesus. Yeah. She was young. 
No, but like the um the whole like talking about the community and stuff like as long as kids are involved, I could give a shit. I watch fuck. RuPaul still. There's new season on. I still haven't given up on RuPaul. I look at things a little differently and some of the fucking of themes and shit they push, I see a little differently. <laughs> but I still think they're funny ass bitches and like I laugh and I can get but I'm an adult. I am an adult. Yeah. I am consenting. I know that they're drag queens. I know that they're not really women. Some of them have transitioned to be women. Good for them. Yes. They're adults. But I do not yes. need to see children. It's the second they have children on RuPaul, I'll be done. Peace out. <laughs> okay. Like I just well, can't do it. But there's just... We're not a part of that cancel culture that, that believes no. that they shouldn't exist, though. We're not those I'm types not. of, like... You have a place. You, you have a place. You are valid. You just have a not, place in the world. Just not around children. Just not in children. Yes. And that's fair. Like, and if you want to go have story time, do it to old fucking grannies that are lonely in the old I've folks. I've seen home. that too. Like, I've sure seen tons of it. memes saying that. Like, it's funny. They don't want to read to the old folks. They just want to read to, like, young children, which is or homeless true. Homeless people. Or homeless people. Or drug addicts. Or dogs or in the shelters. In, or dogs in the shelters. Like, there's so many other places that you could be making an impact. Veterans. It's weird that... Yes, that's what I mean. It's weird that you go to children. Why? Because they won't Greatly question influenced. it. And then... And you can influence them. And that's where it's like, when it comes to education, like, for sure, you can be whatever you want. But if you're pushing my child, and I don't have one, to to your sexual yeah. preference, I think that's just weird. And, and we should take that out of things. But That's why, that's like... Me. And I, I wouldn't want that for heterosexual sexual content either for my children no. that's the other thing i feel like I don't that's think it's where cool when kids go to vegas and stuff like that and see those strippers i don't no. like that either i feel like Straight that's where or gay kinsey, or drag. it's gross kinsey and money were like really like e for me because yeah they 100 those two the the, the 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 funny part is is that they're the two founding fathers of yeah like we said sexual education to, to children garnered yes. towards the, and like the, focused on children and the rest of these people that are making sexual money deviance. based all their shit off of these people. And then all those cult members, yeah. I'm sure, had something so they to all do with like, this too. Like, you see where it all ties together? It's fucking gross. Always. But guys, say it all the time. dirty old bastards. Four of them. We just found four in just this one hour and a bit episode. Just four. And again, as we encourage you always, this is it. Easy, quick, Wikipedia search. Lisa sent us some links. They were not hard for her God, to find. They were good. They, they're not hidden. They're right in plain sight. Yeah. So all I'm saying is like, so important, do whatever you want, but just sometimes I'm not saying know everything because we can't know everything, but when you're really fighting and you're fighting to be like, this is how it is, mm -hmm. just be sure that you're not supporting things like this. Cause it's like, you can't support. Everyone makes mistakes, but once you know and, and say, are conscious, you should do your best to, yeah, yeah like put yeah. your money where you're And just ask, is. do, do, is informed consent happening? And is this truly empowerment or am I being tricked? Because I think the beauty industry is very much tricking oh, women in a sense where they that think that they're, they're less than. Yes, please. That they're less than. And look at all the money going into it. And like we just talked about it like on my episode with uh, Bianca on her show. You know, like in my mind, it was cheaper to, yeah. to pay a therapist to help me love my small tits than to get implants. That's just where my head went. And that's kind of where I've gotten this beauty thing too. Like, yeah, I would love to learn how to do my makeup a little bit better. And then I think about it and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll go buy my makeup. And I'm like, but to wear it, where? To do what? To go on the show? Like to what? Hide the handful of Today, I seriously, I, I was, like, 
I went to go get my nails done and my toes done and I'm like I'm yes, gonna roll up there beautiful. looking so cute I'm so excited I literally showed up in an oversized hoodie um a, like mm-hmm. romper onesie because I needed my legs exposed and I had <laughs> hoop earrings in to make me look cute because I had no makeup on I love and I just looked you. ghetto as hell and I'm just like eh toes and nails please like I have just that's given that's probably my favorite thing the outcome of the past few years I just don't care yes. I could look no. like a foot and that's just I'm gonna look like <laughs> a foot this is just what you get and I feel so it's sad so- for everyone that sees all these really cute like freckle filter and like cute photos of me on the podcast page and then they come and tune in and it's like who the fuck is this dude with a do-rag on right now <laughs> this is Haley. hi <laughs> just oh, I, I love that though too. like it's good to talk about being able to because I feel like a lot of people are when you need to opening their eyes not. to the corruption yes. of the like I don't even the sexual industry like the beauty industry ties so heavily into that because that's what it is it's it the does. beauty standard and yes. like that we all are made to follow sexual because apparently everyone standard. gives a shit but yeah, that's the beauty of the last few years of learning all this and like yeah. seeing how targeted we are is just you've just made me really not give a fuck. You made me not want to at I all. I don't care. Well, then you just, and that's and that's the thing. It's like it's funny when you start to know something and even if it's something that you love to do, you'll start to notice that you will act differently yeah. about it. So it's, it's like not the same. I know I can put but now when I put foundation on, I'm like, oh my God, I can see it. I can dry, see it everywhere. You're so much more critical. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, oh, this isn't not a good look. Like maybe I'll cover and like do a couple like of, but I can't do the whole thing anymore. But I never used to be able to leave the house without it all on. And yeah. I probably look the fucking same, but like, because I, I don't, I just don't want women to feel like they have to have those things to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if you feel beautiful without them, then go nuts. Do whatever you need to do, but just know that people are making money off of your insecurities, For and I sure. think that pisses me off more than anything. <laughs> I have and an example of that. They asked me three times today if I wanted to wax my eyebrows because I haven't tweezed <laughs> them in a few days, and they are so bad. And I got in the truck on the way on the when I was getting out, and I was like, "Oh wow, That's they're probably like, let me wax your eyebrows, please. Like you look like freaking." Chewbacca like it was so yes. bad and yeah they're trying to profit not- because that's the thing who the fuck cares if I have six errant hairs but that's a, like it's like oh my god I've got six hairs get them off get them off and so like there's conditioned us to fall for it so easily like, yes and like and I think those things are good to have too and I want people to get that but like for example if you don't have money and you just went and spent $20 on your eyebrows because you had six like or you could go buy a pack of those like shavers that you could do on your face that, and you just literally sculpt your eyebrows in five minutes. It's six bucks for three of them that'll yeah. last you like two we three are months. Just, Follow me for more beauty tips. Yeah, like, very conditioned. You can though, do those things. Is the point? You can do right? those things. I think the point is that you don't have to, and when you do them, try to have the least toxic load that you possibly can yeah. have on your body. So, like you, we've talked about this, like I have to do some face stuff because if I don't, then it's terrible. But in my mind, I'm like, oh my god, microplastics, endocrine disruptors. I hate myself so fucking much. I thought but about the entire we, time we they're putting lotion it. on my legs today. I'm like, oh, what's yes. your lotion though? 
Get your this plastics organic? off of your stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. like this. Coconut oil? Is this stuff beeswax in it? Is it made from dandel's candles? Because if it's not, it. I don't want it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Those, all those things. And the only reason why we're saying that is now that we know better, I'm sure you feel the same trying way. Trying to pass it on. You think about putting... But yes, you know, think about when you're putting makeup on next. Is this a circumstance where I absolutely need it to take the risks of putting this stuff yeah. on me? You know what? I'm just going to the grocery store. Just going to the gym. Probably Don't not. Or let me just put some mascara on. That's good enough. Goodbye. Yeah. Whereas like I had to have full goddamn face and dressed right to the nines. Smelling like everything smelling yeah. perfect and out the door. And I wondered why I was so fucked up and so anxious and so reactive to everything and that's all i'm saying guys is like if you're already insecure and all this stuff is not really helping and then you're getting the side effects of it like is it really worth it and then when you find out that these people kind of all want to make you feel like you're less than nothing so you fill their pockets when they're already billionaires no no not doing it sorry we're out. not gonna do that we're about by you get my full naked body you don't get this whole like did you watch new girl where she was like yes. wearing that like get up and she's that's what i feel like like Okay, I've got it on now, and you're gonna take it off in two seconds. What was the point of yeah, this? Like, not I do a point. not. Understand. Like I said, it's not comfortable for what it's worth. No, no, no. And like, have fun, do your thing, guys. But just make sure it's with good intentions. It's not actually hurting you physically and mentally because you deserve better than that. And for sure, you deserve someone and yourself to think that you're the most beautiful at your fucking trollest foot self. You're Haley going to get her nails done. Look, you deserve someone that thinks you're beautiful like, like that. Fucking- I think we'll end it that. I think that's a good way to end this episode. Um, this was really fun, guys. I hope you liked the it. first one, diving into the sexual history. We're going to get deeper. Let's talk about more Hollywood because that is full of it. Yes. Um, one topic that was brought to me, actually, and I said, don't worry, we're already covering it, is trafficking. There is a lot of local trafficking, children, and sex trafficking. And, you know, we're going to put some jokes aside for that this. one. And it ties to huge into this whole thing. And, you know, there's someone that I grew up with that is still missing. Um, I'm not going to say that that's what happened to her, but a lot of people have been circling around that she may have been, and it's very scary, and I think we need to talk about it, so we're going to take some time to talk about it, and then, uh, yeah, we have one more month after that, you guys. I know, it's crazy. We're talking sex, we're talking movements next, the month after that, and we're taking a break for summer to come back, refresh. Season six. Hopefully oh, yeah. with a tan and not just smoked out Hopefully of my own with the tan. house. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to keep talking about the sex stuff, guys. Uh, follow us on all our social media platforms. If you have a topic you want to hear about, let, let us, us know. know. If you want to be a beer with, let us know. Either than that, like, subscribe, turn on notifications. Until next time, bye. Thank you guys so, so much for stopping by the show today. We truly hope that you had a good time. If you liked this episode and you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe to our channels, like our episodes, and turn on those notification bells. You can find us on Rumble, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Until next time, guys.